Hi, welcome to Freshly Squeezed Media, and you're listening to Having a Coffee With. In this podcast, we explore talking to people on a different level, getting to know them and their business or their personality or their person. Hope you enjoy this podcast, and welcome and join in and listen to Having a Coffee With. Good day, everybody, and welcome to Freshly Squeezed Media's latest podcast. I have in the room three great people to accompany me today. We're on a great, well, we're living in a yurt today. We're out to the studio and we come to a yurt. We're on site, we're on location. A fantastic restaurant in, we in South City Cardiff? Road, Cardiff? City Road, Cardiff, yeah. yeah. Called Milgi, vegan and vegetarian restaurant. It looks fabulous, the food is great. So if you're ever uh, driving past, pop in and, and try it. Highly Definitely. recommend it. Highly recommend it. So I have the three people, I'll introduce them one by one. The one to my left is Craig, and he's known as what, the chameleon? Chameleon, yeah. I thought you said comedian. Oh, well, well, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I transcend both titles, yeah. <laughs> okay. Across Which, both of them. Whichever know. falls. I blend in and then I'm quite funny with it. So <laughs> 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 you do the banana skin fall, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Get that humour. Opposite me, we have uh, Jordan, uh, nicknamed Splash of Ginge, which will become <laughs> obvious. Hi, George. Hiya. Oh, she, yeah. This is not Do you know? Yeah. Do you know, folks, you should have been here on the warm-up where it was... <laughs> None of us could get a word in there, George. Can we? If only there was a vidcast for this if, Yeah, well, I think we should have... Yeah, that the first would be time. That would be yeah, for me. Yeah, but it's the first Gone time I've ever seen yeah. gobsmack. Today. <laughs> not gobsmack, just... Because just we're live. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. we've gone it's live. Yeah, yeah. Talking on cue is just... Not for me. No. You've got to be... Like a little string and <laughs> yeah. And if you followed any of Jordan's Instagram posts like I do, because they're the first things to pop up in my feed for some bizarre reason. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's just the law of attraction, like tracks, like so. You obviously like all the, 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 the profanity. We go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We go, we just got a simpatico. Yeah. Yes, exactly. from, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. my, she like my alarm call. She is, you know. Oh, she, yeah, yeah. Come on, break it up. <laughs> uh, and next year we have Louise, Louise Adams. Who's the nice little quiet one, isn't you? Yeah, me quiet, yes, of course I am. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's, she's a lot, had a lot more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about all things that are going to change the world in the world of food, nutrition, complementary therapies, Reiki, and if any of this interests anybody, we'll expand on it a bit further, obviously. That's only me just paraphrasing. Um, and it's going to be raw and uncut, and we're just going to riff off each other. Fabulous. Uh, and talk like about a good stuff. Riff off. You like a good riff <laughs> off? Yeah. 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 I do. Uh, and you yeah. dance to follow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll let you know, Craig, Craig's, I didn't see him then. He got a high vis jacket on, and I didn't see him. <laughs> That's how good a chameleon he is. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so I, you know, I, I play the chameleon and I throw in the one line chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'll probably be quiet throughout this, and every time I, oh, okay. I, I see an opportunity to be funny, I'll just chuck it in there. So. Yeah, I'll chirp in. Yeah. That's what I'll do. So who's going to be the. The spokesperson are you two, Jordan uh, and Craig. Him, 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 him. him. Yeah. him. With, with, with I'm over here, bro. Oh, yeah, you're over there. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so, I'm, glad, I'm, good. I'm I, good. I was leaning on something and it moved. <laughs> yeah. well, I, my, um, <laughs> I might have to leave him. <laughs> Folks, yeah. Yeah. We haven't done the applause yet. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I'll be the I'll be the spokesman for, for this this uh, corner. Yeah. Of the, uh, okay, of the crew. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So just tell us a little bit about what your business is, who you are, both. Okay. Um, well, our main area of business is fitness. Um, we run our own fitness business, consisting of twelve classes in total. Um, we've got instructors up and down the country, and hoping to expand on that. Um, but I, I've also got a keen interest in nutrition and, and the human body itself, you know, how that works with nutrition and to heal itself, etc., etc. So I, um, I talk and deal a lot with that okay. within, within the business yeah. where possible. Cool. Know. And name of the business? Uh, Ricker Systems is the business. Um, I got him to say that because I can never say it correct. <laughs> no, do you, do yeah, you know what? Rika, yeah, we got Rika, Rika, R-I-K-A, Ricker. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Where's that come from then? It came from me at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, I'm not joking either. We, really? um, it took, we, for about eight or nine hours, we were trying to think of a name. Yeah. And we wanted, our very first class was the trampoline class class and you, you ricochet off a trampoline yeah. but we couldn't use the word ricochet because you can't trademark a generic no. term yeah. so we um, we thought of all kinds of things and in the end it was about, about we wanted Ricker we knew we wanted Ricker but we didn't know what could come after it well no we, we didn't oh, we okay. we wanted ricochet so we wanted Ricker something, something yeah. Um, yeah. and we just thought and in the end about quarter past midnight we said right let's just go to bed so we went to bed and about an hour, maybe an hour and a half later, I just sprang up and said, Rick Shake. Oh, I love it. And, and oh, Jordan, yeah. she didn't even stir. She just went, yeah, go back to sleep. <laughs> so, and the name was born. And the name was, was born, yeah. yeah. So, so Rick Shake was the first name for the trampoline class. And then as we started introducing more classes, so we had a system of classes. So Rick Systems was then Brilliant. created to, to kind of be the, the home or the umbrella of all the classes. So. Amazing. And club, the club Ricker, club Ricker is the nutrition side of it, which know. we'll talk about yeah. at length in a minute. This is yeah, great. I, I'm excited about that yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. It is great. And how long has the business been? From well, uh, I've been into fitness. So I, I'm 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 27 now. <laughs> Looking good for that. Please. I can. Thankfully, the people on the podcast can see, so I can get away with being twenty-seven. No, but I, I can vouch for that, thanks, Craig. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, yeah, you know, you know, it's that sitting next to him. I, I'm feeling the energy, yeah. uh, you know, and the youthfulness. Know. You know, it's, it's, it's rubbing had, off on me. You've had professional lions um, <laughs> lessons, haven't you? I, I appreciate it very much. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm forty-three years of age, um, and I've been into fitness since I was fifteen. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of in my blood. However, as a younger man and a, a younger boy, I only ever chased money. I was on a completely wrong path, and I did many jobs, I, I, too many to even, you know, we need five or six podcasts to just get through a quarter of them. Um, just get the diary out. <laughs> it's ridiculously long. Um, and then at the age of 36, my dad passed away, and he left me £2,000. And... Uh, I thought he was 56, he was very young to die, and I thought, I've I got to do something better with my life. And the one passion I always had was fitness. The one thing I always stuck at was fitness. So uh, I became a personal trainer. Didn't like personal training, because it was just, it was one-on-one, -on -one, just wasn't for me. 
but as a result of that I started doing um, group classes and that's where my passion came alive was with just a group of people feeding off their energy whilst they were feeding off the information and the um, instruction that I was giving them so um, that was in a around about 2010 and then there was a family issue so I had to take a, a step aside and in 2013 I, I reappeared uh, in Barry and I opened a little studio beneath a dress shop on High Street in Barry and this one the spice of gin. Uh, the, what's the splash, splash of gin? Yeah, spice, splash of gin. gin. <laughs> spice of gin. Spice of gin. It is yeah. spice. spicy. Spicy meatballs. Spicy Tom splash Jones of gin. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. She walked in actually to buy a dress for her brother's wedding, and um, I was in the kitchen area of the, of the shop, and I walked out with my my plate of food, and I saw Jordan in the dress, and I complimented. I said it looks very nice on you, and then she came to a class the next day, and and we hit it off, didn't we? And I said, we'll have our own fitness business one day. And here we are now, six mm -hmm. years on. So it's six years in the making, mm -hmm. almost, Rick mm -hmm. Systems. So although it's only now coming in, into its own now in the last sort of six months, so it's, it's been a long road. We've made a lot of mistakes, but we've learned by, actually, I say mistakes. There's no such thing as a mistake. There's always a lesson. So we've, we've learned a lot of lessons along the way. So here we are now. So it's six years to be an overnight success. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. It took six years to explain that as well. It did. Oh, <laughs> uh, excuse me, I'm. I'm, I'm ding ding ding. Ding ding. And in the, and in the red corner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll leave the jokes to this Brilliant. corner, please. <laughs> yeah. Chameleon yeah. comedian is over this side. <laughs> oh dear. So, so yeah, this is, so this is a pre-fight talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, soon there'll just be lots of noise and smashing dishes, and that's the actual fight then. Yeah, that's, that's, that's when we're going to our first session. Yeah, is it? yeah. First it's therapeutic. <laughs> and expensive. Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. In China. <laughs> Not for us, for the shop. For the shop, yeah. 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 Perhaps we're doing them a favour. You know, getting rid of all crockery for them. Yeah, exactly. Crack glasses, you know, you don't yeah. want, do you want to give a customer no, yeah. give a customer's <laughs> crack crockery? You're, That's not your professional crack, 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 crack crockery. <laughs> no. no. Right. I haven't rehearsed right? <laughs> So have you still got your course in Barry then? Um yeah, they that, that um that's where it originally started. It started as a TFL plan actually, uh, which stands for Total Fitness Lifestyle. Okay. Um because I wanted to get not transportable London. No. I was thinking. Yeah. We. I, I was in London once, and uh, actually in the train station, and, and over the uh, the tannoy system, it said, "Welcome to TFL." I thought, <laughs> <laughs> "What's happened here?" <laughs> and then I realised I was yeah. in London, and I, yeah. my 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 um my uh, thing was soon dashed. Oh, so you didn't phone Jordan and say, "We've made it." <laughs> We've made it. <laughs> I, actually did, I, I actually did phone Jordan, and I said. It's just been announced over the tannoy. Welcome to the TFL, and uh, and but Jordan realised really? far sooner than I did. Did she? Yeah, she said you're in London. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said okay then. Yeah. Smarty pants. Yeah. This is the sound, folks. If you're listening, this is the sound of a pin burst in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, I was, oh, trying, to, I was trying to ride the wave, you know, yeah, just for, should, for, you, for, yeah. for a split second. Of... <laughs> yeah, don't miss your train, love. Which is often, that's what she said. Which is often the case. Yeah, yeah make sure, Anuri, make sure you're on the right platform. Actually, don't miss your train. <laughs> I, I, actually, interesting and ironically, I should have missed the train because what happened that day was I went up to um, I can't remember where I was going to buy a van, which turned out to be a bit of a hit. <laughs> yeah, mm. I bought a van oh, for the business, one. and it was terrible. So uh, I wish I had missed the train. Ooh, so was that when we first met? Oh no, it was, no, the big black van. Did you see that? No, when no. we first met, it, it died on you, didn't it? it the, the that, that, yeah, that, that was van, the one. Yeah. yeah, that was the one. So yeah, we told stories. That that van is it, it's a thing of legend, though. So <laughs> it, it, you know, it's, it's kind of like um, an old folk tale. Now, yeah. That van, you know, yeah. Should, should sort of resurrect it and put it outside the the, the venue. It's gone. And say, this is, you know, yeah. this is a mascot. Got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> mascot to the quickly got rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. This girl got standards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Someone else has got the carcass now of it somewhere. So, so who said to who, stick with me and you'll go far? Um, said to me. Yeah, I'll give him a big ad at this point. I did say. But actually, no, to, 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 to throw the big head back at her, you know, figuratively speaking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Round two. Um, I knew I, I saw something in Jordan within the first few days of, of, of having contact with her you know she had a great energy about her she had a, a great way with people because she had a great way with me she was very calming despite some inner um, inner kind of issues going on with herself she, she didn't allow that to to overshadow her her demeanor you know so um i knew i could take advantage of that news i make myself rich from it so uh, <laughs> <laughs> no i'm only messing no i knew I, I i just knew she was destined for something bigger and uh, i just and that's why i said to her within within the first week we'll have our own fitness center soon which we did and I, eventually i said we'll have it we'll be worldwide and, and again that way you know we're, we're Partly across the UK, so you know, which is part That's of good. the world. Yeah, That's really you know, good. That's, yeah. You know, considering we started with two thousand uh, pound, just the two of us. There's never been anyone else to help us. Just the two of us. Um, we, we're sixty thousand pound in debt, or loss, should I say? We've lost. We're not in debt. We've lost sixty thousand pound over the last six years. Um, but you know, people but, have accused us being this, in this for the money. But if we were in this for the money, we would have left six years ago. But there, there's a yeah. different impact you've both made on the community at large, though, isn't there? Mm. I mean, forget the sixty thousand mm. pounds for a yeah. second. The, yeah. the 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 social impact, the community impact mm -hmm. yeah. that you've both made has been, you know, from my point of view, yeah. as as an outsider mm. and, and, if, and a voyeur, if you like, in, in to, is is that the you know the the people you've got around you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you if you calculate that up compared to financial, you know, the measure of success isn't how much is in the bank, it's it's the people around you, it's the energy they feed off of you and, and feed back to you instead of stealing the energy, you know. So um our success is measured by that. So I consider us six years successful actually because we created yeah. something from one member to 5,000 bookings a month on the website, you know, and all those people have come in to do something we've created and in most part we're not even there anymore. So that energy is passing through us um, into our instructors and then and then exuding from them into the class and, you know, so it's... Uh, it's we'll, we'll talk about energy a bit more because this is where we probably bring Louise on, you know, she's um, very high on, on energy. Mm. 
not just high on energy, but <laughs> energy's <laughs> high on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But energy's quite high on her radar and her agenda as well, isn't it? So over to Louise. Thanks, Craig. That was really great as well. And so if you talk to Louise about, you know, yeah, your okay. business and so, yeah. where, where you were, where you're from and... Okay, so um, I've got a therapy business called Just Be that was born in 2002 and my, um, I'd done a, a few years of college by now already and we had to design our business name back in about 2000 and same as you, like how the hell do you design a business name, you mm -hmm. know, it, how people do this is incredible. Um, and mine was more of a saying. It, it was me writing down lots of things. And, and my, my one sentence that stuck with me is allow the mind and body the space to relax and just be. And it stuck. So it, mm. it, it's an essence, which is actually very hard to describe, to design. So you try and design a logo yeah. mm. uh, for just be, it's really difficult. But it's that thing of sort of saying to people, don't plan, don't do, do don't do anything, just be. Mm. And really, it, you know, it's kind of all the years of training I've done as a complementary therapist. I work in cancer care, I work with infertility, I work with mental health, I work with chronic illness. So I work as a physical therapist, but I also work as an energy therapist. So I'm looking at um, sort of how, in particular, the last five years, how the gut and the brain work together. Which are both they brains. Clash, which yeah. they're both brains. Yeah. So you've got the enteric nervous system in the stomach, and then you've got the nervous system in the brain. And as a therapist, you always evolve, you know, so there's always something that you can learn. And, and I, I do class myself as a lifelong learner, even though I also teach, so I'm a lecturer, so I've also taught therapies and stress management and everything else. But I always go back to learning myself because the more learning I can do, the more I can help my patients. And it's been a, a constant ongoing. And as I was saying to you earlier, I had a, an illness five years ago that completely annihilated me. And from that illness, I then had to look at myself and think, okay, first of all, is this burnout? Which it wasn't actually, thankfully. Um, it was more a case of um, overloaded with toxins, shall we say, with certain food groups. Yeah. And I became allergic to foods. Um, and it's been a mission ever since really to kind of, when I'm treating my patients, especially if they've got gut reactions or mental health reactions, I always look at that connection. Definitely. And kind of bring it back to nutrition mm -hmm. um, and kind of look at what people put in their mouth in the first place. So it's given me a kind of renewed energy. Um, and as I was saying to you earlier, I'm looking at now perhaps training as naturopathic nutrition or homeopathy. Not sure yet where I'll go, um, but I've got other skill sets. Um, I'm a clinical aromatherapist and lots of other things that I use. Um, and I'm forever making potions and bits and pieces. Love it. So yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Winnie the Witch with my cauldron and potions. Yeah. So now I'm coming to a point where I'm, I'm combining that with energy and kind of seeing where that goes forward. So are you crossing into herbalism almost there? I'd like to, mm. yeah, I'd like to go into herbalism. I think as, a, as an aromatherapist and looking at the, uh, the, the oils we're using, I now want to, oh, I am designing my own skincare uh, range. Okay. It's going to not necessarily be what everyone else is doing, like, you know, anti-age and that kind of thing. It's going to be more of like a skin food. So very specific to you. So if you've got allergies, what are you going to use? Okay, you can use this product. Um, with my cancer work, that, that's a big part of what I've done for years as well. And, and even though I've worked in that field, more recently I've kind of stepped back from that and kind of doing things more privately now with patients. Um, because I think with anything, it has... It has its own lifespan. You know, you can't work in a cancer hospital forever. No. I've done it since 2002. Mm. I've done my bit. 
but I think now's the time to come out of that and spread my knowledge, you know, work Amazing. with that and make Amazing. it accessible yeah. to people. It's Absolutely, yeah. Because mm. knowledge, knowledge is the power, it and is. also yeah. knowledge is not ours to keep. It's not ours no. to retain. I think we should share, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's what's meant to happen for yeah. us all to progress equally. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Absolutely. And uh, so, just sorry, Brian, move like You just no, move aside. I'll no, no, I'm, I'm happy. This is this is what I wanted: conversation yeah. and you know, engagement. I, with I just each like other. something that Louise touched on there. You said your skincare ranges. It's mm. almost like nutrition for your skin is, now. Yeah. Uh, in the club, I can't remember if I've mentioned if it was in the folders. I see, I'm pretty certain that I do. You, you don't, you shouldn't put anything in your body, on your body that you couldn't put Absolutely. onto your body. That's right. You know because because um, there's always a danger of that toxicity. Yeah. You know, and, and if, the skin's the largest organ. Precisely. We know that yeah. now. Yeah. You know, it, we've yeah. been we've been blinded really, haven't we, by yeah. the science of skincare and. Yeah. This is anti-aging. This is amazing. But when you see what goes into it, mm. it's awful. It is awful. Yeah, but again, you know, it's um, the big players, the big boys. You know, as you find with most of these, for example, it, it, the big. Uh, and I, I you got to be careful what you tread here. Like the meat industry, mm. you know, we've we've always been taught that we, that meat is good for us, mm. and the people who push that upon us are the meat industry. You know, the skincare, the, you know, you should have anti-Asian, this, that, and the other. Same People are put that, yeah. So yeah, same thing. They've got their own agendas. And yeah. I think that, that's that's what we can all do, isn't it? We can break down these agendas. Yes. And work from the inside. Mm. And as I've said to my Reiki students this weekend, you know, us healers, and I mean all of us, mm. anyone who wants to go and help people, for, the, for their highest good as a healer, to yeah. me. Yeah. So even though I work with energy and I work with healing per se, to me, you guys are healers too, because you all help people. And for me, it's all of that. So it's nutrition, it's the body, how we look after it, mm. you know, how what we put on it matters. It, it's that whole shebang, isn't it? it is. can, can we just touch on, go back on a little bit what you both said uh, about Craig said about the big people, the big players in the industry mm. causing yeah. And I'm gonna pick up Jordan and I talked about something about two weeks ago, where the current trend. If you look on Instagram women want yeah they're looking for a certain body shape yeah and that's stimulated by the likes of marie claire cosmopolitan those the kardashians yeah 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 the big people yeah again yeah in a different in a different agenda though not in um what you put or what you put into your body but what your body actually looks like yeah, yeah. which mm -hmm. is uh, i bet you see that a lot a lot you? yeah yeah it's it's quite sad the young the younger generation uh even though most of them are awakened, they still want to look like a certain do. person because mm. they think that certain person is pretty. Yeah. Absolutely. My daughter and, does it. She's, mm. 20, she's nearly 22. And she's at that age now where she's she's a very wise girl. She mm. is. She's got me as a mum because, of course, she is. <laughs> um, but equally, there's only so much teaching I can give her. She yeah. has to go mm. and explore her own. Yeah. And at the moment, she's looking at her health and well-being from a body image. Yeah. And it's like, sweetheart, don't just look at this. Look mm. at what you're putting in your mouth. Mm. And you know, she's like, but that doesn't have many calories. But yeah. it's like, but look what else is around that. Mm. It might not have many calories, but it's nonsense. Mm. You know, and it's like your body is not going to look like a magazine body no. because they're not real. They no. don't exist. And most of them have had work done. They've anyway. had so much work done. Haven't yeah, they? absolutely. Yeah. So it's about it's time. about not being natural anymore. No, nobody's natural anymore. No. especially kids. Especially yeah. young girls, mm. boys as well, but mainly mm. the girls because they just—it's Instagram and Facebook. Mm. And uh, do you think there's this? I mean, to touch on uh, the word of the day, 
you know, is it a bit chameleon-like? Oh, yeah, definitely. So the, yeah. to the outside world, this is what I want to look yeah. like. It's, it's, yeah. And, and do you yeah. know what? It's, it's interesting because um, it, when you look at the chameleon, it blends in with this environment. Mm. And to be honest with you, I think it's more brave nowadays to stand out. Yeah, I was going to say, everybody looks the same. It, you, you know, do. everybody's yeah. Even young look, girls having Botox. Eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Eyebrows. Yeah. And it's interesting yeah. as well. If you, and I, I call it a dot to dot because nobody connects the dots. Now, it, and these dots, they're all over the place, but they lead one place. And if you connect all these dots, they lead right the way back to the top. And at the top of these dots, there's always somebody pulling the strings to, to influence Mm. Um, but that's what they call, don't they? Instagram influencers. Yeah, you know, well, all these yeah. women and makeup artists and mm. whatever they called influencers. And there's nothing more influential, or there's nothing more controllable than a than a growing mind. Yeah. And especially um, wh when they're bombarded with images of of supposed beauty on the outside, mm. um, forgetting. And I mean, it all comes down to psychology, anyway. You know, everything, even eating, is is psychological. Um, but you you tap into that psychology on a, um, a certain level and, and you've got these these kids you know so this is where healers come in as far as I'm concerned and, and where the trend could potentially change because um, I think we're on a little bit of a downward spiral but there is room for, for change um, and people do look you know Louise said you're about your own daughter even my daughter mm. would bypass a mother mm. and come to me and say how do I look yeah yeah and that puts me in an awkward position. Of course it does, yeah. Um, it does, yeah. There's a lot of pressure in that nowadays because mm. um, that, just those, I mean, words, words for me, I mean, I, I, I research words and, and I, I may even talk about how, how we perceive words mm. as well, um, but they're very powerful. Yeah. You know, when you just say, and again, it's, it's not the mouth that comes out of it, it's the mind that goes into it. If you say, you could you could have even said to your daughter, you look you look really nice, you know. Yeah. But in her mind, she may have thought, well, why don't I look beautiful? Yeah, of course. You, my dad just said I look really nice. So is this, you know? And it's how how yeah. it's how. Well, there's also that interjection when, you know, she she was getting ready to go out. Mm. You know, she was in her twenties, just, and she'd come downstairs mm. and say to her mother, you know, well, she'd come in the room and say, how do I look? Mm. And her mother would say. You look great. You mm. should know I want Brian to tell me. Oh, bless. So looking for that male... The male... Yeah. Input as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, it, it, what, some kind of yeah. validation, do you think? Is, you know, it's, it's probably it's, validation yeah, and, and probably where... Male the, the, perspective, perhaps. Yeah, where yeah. they were, you know, where's that attraction mode yeah, they course. were going into. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not going out to attract. No, it, yeah, I know what you mean, though, yeah. 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 It's, it, if you look at the psychology of it, it's an interesting one because yeah. because there's a psychological reason that your daughter or anyone's child approaches their parents for that for that validation. Oh, absolutely, that. yeah. But better they come to you for validation, I suppose, than, than yeah. somebody yeah. would yeah. you know take yeah. advantage absolutely. of, of that totally point. So, yeah, it's, it's, Thank God, I'm not a teenager in this day and age. Oh, I hate totally. it. Well, I hate that, it. I'll, I'll, I'll argue that because yeah. there, there's yay and nay for it. Of course, there is. Yeah. And yeah. Um, because. I'm amazed at the mobilisation of children for a yeah. good cause lately. Yeah. A million kids in Thailand mm. mobilised mm. to meditate about yes. world peace. Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. And yeah. that's through that's through 
yeah. the internet and technology. So yeah. I say thank you for that. Of course. Mm. Yeah. Then there's those children that mobilised. They took a day. All took a day off school yeah. around the country. Yeah, of course. To mobilise against um, yeah. global warming, climate yeah. change. Oh, so there was. Yeah, there's a massive. But I do agree with you. There's. It's, it's there's that, that imagery. Yeah. 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 It's that, you know, I've, I've got people on my Facebook, and every now and again I do go into a little mini rant. I shouldn't really. Yeah. But I, it's it's a little dig mm. rant, and I put one up the other day. It's quite funny. And it is funny, and it's something like, please will you stop um, changing your appearance using these filters, because I don't know in real life whether or not you look like a potato. And it just made me laugh, <laughs> because it was so funny. Look, and I put it up, but I've got so many people on their Facebook that put these ridiculous mm. soft filters. Yeah. And then when you see them, they look nothing like the yeah. picture whatsoever. No. No. You know, and you just think teenagers are buying into that too. If, they, if the parents are doing it, and on my Facebook is the parents that are doing it. Yeah. And then you've got the children then who have to take their own selfies to almost compete with the parents. Mm. And you've just got this whole well, and then there's a there's a there's a bigger Crazy. picture than that again, in terms of and we will we'll talk about that with club in a minute. Yeah. In I'm fascinated by when you go shopping to Tesco's, there are other supermarkets available. <laughs> well, <there's Tesco's. laughs> yeah. And you know, there's you know, and like Louise, you look fab today. Jordan, you look fab today. You know, all clean, tidy, and, and well made up. And you, you you see these ladies walking around. Then you see the guy walking around in a 1976 T-shirt that's outwashed, overwashed. Mm. So it's up over his belly. Mm. Pink Floyd, Earl's Court, 1977. <laughs> and I'm going, and I look at them. I'm going. Shopping in the wrong supermarket. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waitrose, Waitrose, yeah, of course. <laughs> and and you know and they're going you men why aren't you making an effort this the same Mm. effort you know the 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 person you're your partner you're with it's absolutely gorgeous Mm. and and yeah well turned out that's my phrase well turned out there's obviously other phrases i shouldn't use more politely but we'll get that into that in a second uh in the next bit we're going to talk about club which Louise doesn't know anything about, so, which is going to be interesting. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. Keep talking. I'm I just no, having a little interlude. I just want to, I'll just kind of demonstrate something here in a second. It's just to pick up on what something Louise just said. But just before we do that, um, just just prior to this, we were talking about um, the image and how yeah. even more men are coming into this, and mm-hmm. uh, and how young girls are fresher. Now, the way I look at it personally is is we're trying to express ourselves externally, inwardly, yes. and it's backwards. We, yeah. should need, we should express ourselves internally, outwardly. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that, you know, a lot, a lot has to be said for um, the manipulation of, of mainstream media on, on young and um, older people alike, you know, everyone's falling for it. Mm. Um, and it's interesting because you just said something about authority, I've only, kind of stepped in on half the conversation now from the day we're born and, and if there's listeners listening to this now grab yourselves a piece of paper and write the word author on that piece of paper from the day we're born we're not the author of our own story no. we're all we're told what our name is we're told uh, where to go what to wear how to eat you know because obviously we're children and these these important steps in life ingrained within us you know and then and then we pass that on to our children unless of course there's some kind of uh, intervention be it divine or otherwise uh, on that path that maybe alters your 
your um, teaching on your younger, you know, on your children. Um, but for the general populace, uh, your story is authored for you. You're not the author of your own story. So they, I, I call it they, you know, whoever they may be, they author it. So write the word it down. So you've got author and it. So they author it for you. So from the from the day you're born, you're never really sure of who you are, and I think yeah. this is what a large problem is. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows who they are, truly. Yeah. Um, and, and I got to a stage in my life, and I realised this, and I and I had no clue as to who I was. And I look back at it, and and I realised that I wasn't the author of my own story. I was trying to chase something, for somebody else, a different, you know, almost an alter an alter ego. So I asked the question. Why? Um, so write a letter Y down on your page, and then you you realise that the story comes together. Is you give your authority, and that's what that. Oh, it spells authority. I love it. It's amazing, that. isn't it? It's great. Yeah. I, love yeah, I was that. watching it taking shape as he was. So yeah. true. But and, it's so true, isn't it? You give it? your authority away. Yeah. And uh, this is this is what I do with with life coaching for people, for people who've got stuck. I meet a lot of people who've got stuck. Even 50, 60, 70 year old people who are still stuck in their past. And the first thing I get them to do is write down their own values. What are your values? What are your beliefs? And literally people go, what? Mm. No, what are they? And people literally can't answer. I said, what are your values and beliefs? And it's one of the hardest things that people can write down because they'll often start writing words and then I'll always come back being therapist and brutal and say, okay, so your value does integrity. Is it your value or is that your mum's value? Or was it your father's value? Mm -hmm. And you could see those expressions, and and life coaching's harsh. You know, it's not yeah. a nice therapy at all. I'm not nice and brutal, mm -hmm. but it's that harsh reality that they're going along this whole life path with integrity, and they're holding it dear. They don't have any idea what it means because no. that was their father's mm -hmm. integrity. Yeah. So then we make them write down, and I give them a list of, of values and belief system words, and there's millions of them. Oh, know, yeah. it's, it's not yeah. until you look at, through that eight sheets of paper that you then I get them to circle them one by one and only then they might put kindness, gratitude, mm -hmm. you know, a completely different words to describe who they actually are yeah. and then it's that light bulb moment of like, oh my god, is this because like you say, people in authority have told me this is what I am. Exactly. My teachers mm. taught me this is who I am. Mm. You know, my siblings, my parents taught me this is who I am. Mm. And because I now don't know who I am, yeah. I've got nowhere to start. Uh, and so when you agree, and that that comes in another term called conditioning. Oh God, oh, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Social, yeah. Conditioning social conditioning. Is conditioning. Social conditioning. Social conditioning. Yeah. It is yeah. great, you know. And uh, well, we're just going to pause there. Oh, we're wow. just going to pause you. This cold, lovely lady. What's your name? Becky. Becky. Oh, we're podcasting, Becky, darling. Oh, well done. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, Becky's world. live on our podcast. We've wow. given, we've given, she brought us this lovely food. There we go. It's a bit of everything, guys. Oh, it's so, cool. Having a, having a coffee with. Amazing. Having a coffee with. Oh, that's nice. Is yeah. This this young lady here is um, gluten free. Yeah. Day, so. Gluten free. Dairy free. <gasps> This food it's just looks amazing, treats. doesn't it? Thank yeah. You're giving a big shout out to Milgi. Oh, on the podcast. Yeah. I found you. You yeah. found us, finally. Found you, finally. Yeah. There's a song in there somewhere. <laughs> there yeah. So what's a... <laughs> Becky, Becky, come back, come back. Oh, one second. What, what's... <laughs> How long have you worked here? 13 years. 13 years, wow. This is yeah. 13 years. Yes. Since, Since you were a baby. And has yeah. this been milk? I was underage when I set it up. Yes. Good All the whole time. Yeah. 
How do I only just know this has existed? Why? It's how life works, isn't it? It is, yes. It is. And also, there's like rivers and seas and stuff between Barry and Absolutely. <laughs> oh. People don't cross. They don't cross. cross. They don't, they don't cross. cross. Uh, Becky, and yes. we're, in the wonder, we're in the back garden. We're in the back garden. Inside a year, aren't we, guys? It's a, it's it's a, a fantastic. Cold year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, cold. if the listeners can see us now, we're in the back garden of a, off a main street. Yeah. Inside a yurt. Inside a yurt in the middle inside of March. A, and it's stunning. Yeah. It's a what, lovely, what a location. Not, not one nail, yeah. not one screw. Yeah. So, Becky, how, how could the listeners know more about Milgi and where us. can they find you? And, they can follow us. And how do they do that? How do they connect with you? They can connect us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We've got a website. Just, just, just Google Milgi. Just Google Milgi. M-I-L-G-I. It's a Welsh I'm going to do that now. Do it yeah. now. Uh, it's it's, it's yeah. Welsh for Greyhound. So, yeah, Welsh for yeah. Greyhound. He only knew that because we told him. There's me professional. Like you've done your research. Yeah. Utter. Professional. <laughs> Shot down, mate. Don't yeah. That's what she's here for. That's, yeah. You had a taste now. I've, I've, well. I've had a few tastes. I didn't learn my first <laughs> lesson. <laughs> you guys have been regs for a while. I'm used to three years. Three years. Yeah. Feels longer than that. Milgate City Road. Yeah. 213 City Road. And then we've also got the plant. I've liked you already. There you go. But go on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, we follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Folks, if you're listening, follow Milgi on Instagram. Do it now. Do it. And also, uh, Eartha Plant Store, where you can come and buy your plants. So he's a pop-up. Plants. I oh, will buy plants. Yeah, today. do it. Who is Eartha? Eartha. His his name is Stephen. Stephen um, from Eartha. He has set up his um, plant shop to help with his mental health issues. Oh, oh cool. Really How do you spell Eartha? E-A-R-T-H, like Eartha Kit. Eartha. <laughs> You'd think <laughs> it would be to do with E-R, but it's actually to do with no, Eartha Kit. No, shut up. Well. <laughs> yeah, he's got Instagram as well. Okay. So E-A-R-T-H-A. Yeah. A, Eartha, Carter. You can follow look. him. I'm doing it right now. Is it that one there? Yes. Red circle. Red, orange circle. Louise is on it. Louise is on the case. On the case. That was lovely, Becky. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this food looks amazing, doesn't it? Oh, wow. Well, I think we'll just pause that here just to enjoy this great food and yeah. Okay. Get our energy wow. back and yeah, because it's roots to over your mouthfuls. So it is. And I got told off by my grandson. I did. I got I got ceremoniously told off by my grandson yesterday because I was telling him off for eating with his mouthful because he wanted to talk to me. And he and, and I yeah made right. the same mistake. <laughs> Four years old and he turned it back on me. Love Bang, that. kids. And shop, love it. Okay, this is Freshly Squeezed Media talking to you on this latest podcast. We're going to break for a little nosh and uh, yeah I can't wait to get into it so this is food by Milgi City Road Cardiff come and check them out follow them on Instagram see you in a bit Okay, welcome back to the Freshly Squeezed Media Podcast. We're with Craig, Jordan and Louise. We've just finished our lovely lunch at Milgi's, brought to us by the lovely Becky. Fantastic, wasn't it? It was delicious. It was. I'm still much in my Yeah, and we had a wonderful roundtable conversation, which is a bit too explicit for the podcast. Um, it wasn't rude, but it's controversial. Let's yes. say that. Um, so it's, it's not for public consumption. Compunction? 
That's how controversial it was. It's, it's, left, it's rendered you speechless. It is, yeah. 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 Absolutely. I've got all my working moods fuddled. <laughs> I, like that. I would not have been able to get that. No, it's so, taken me 50 years to practice that one. <laughs> That would have come up. <laughs> so, um, Louise is still mentioning away, bless her. Um, so, because she's enjoying it, we were so we gagged out. So yeah, 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 we just yeah, yeah. Mm. head back, mouth open, scoop. Yeah, boom. That's it. Yeah, um, yeah. Louise is masticating and enjoying doing the thirty-three mastications. Yeah. Not getting your. I'm not going to say you. You're, what's it? Are you muck, muck, My mastication. No, you're mucking. You're mucking. You're oh, mucking. Yeah, see, no, don't, don't go there unless you practice it. Oh, I'm not going to practice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, 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 my working merds fuddled. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Next question. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to talk to uh, Craig and Jordan. I'll bring. What time she said something? He's sitting there, enjoying the. Fire bomb. Yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah enjoying there. the. She sat there enjoying the facilities. <laughs> the blanket. Yeah, it's like we're all at Ascot, isn't it? I know, <laughs> I know, darling. Yes. <laughs> oh, missing is a hat. If you want to get a head, you've got to get a hat. No, I like that. <laughs> but if you want to get a hat, you need a head. You need a head. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Works both ways. So, um, Craig and Jordan got this wonderful concept idea, which it is public. Um, and it is a membership subscription. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, program. Um, am I correct in saying it's not a weight loss product? It's not a diet product. It's a lifestyle um, program. You're correct in saying it's not a weight loss and it's not a diet program. You're, and tell me, I'm six, incorrect. As no, well. sixty percent correct. It's lifestyle, um, but it's more because uh, diet and lifestyle are trigger words, um, fashions and trends, so uh, although I do use it, I do say it's more of a lifestyle plan than anything else, but, but that may be 50-50 then, so 50% lifestyle, 50% education. Okay, so if we tell the listeners, the listeners, to let you know, it's called Club, with a K, K-L-U-B. Mm. Um, when you look at their website and their, their Instagram, it will all make sense as to why it's spelled that way. Mm. But... Um, I'm going to ask Craig and Jordan, and Louise can can jump in as well with her thoughts on what we're going to talk about, is um, I've read the club. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a good concept. I think it's a concept that should be widely adopted in the UK, and it's, and it's a global, mm. um, because it relates to a, a trend that's going around right now for the last five years, and that's talking about obesity. Mm. Uh, one aspect, yeah. One aspect, absolutely. Yeah. But it, it's a current trend uh, in the media, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's one it's one that kind of can be piggybacked along in order to infiltrate, for want of a better word, the, inf um, the, 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 the minds of the people, should we say. So let me touch on some basics first. One of the basics is, uh, and nobody ever, we all, we all talk, we talked about conditioning and acceptance earlier on mm. and why we're, we do things. So... Why do we need to eat? Right, it's an interesting question, actually, and uh, it's, it's one I've asked myself. And actually, I think it's one that I, I um, talk about in the club. I, you know, 
why do we need to eat? Why, what, you know, we've been taught that we need to eat. We've been taught to eat food, you know. Um, but essentially, um, eating is to sustain life, basically. That's the very basics of it. But eating isn't just, well, actually, I don't think, if we, if we really want to be um, strict about this, eating isn't even for pleasure. I mean, eating is an essential part of uh, health and well-being. You know, it's it's what keeps us alive. It's what keeps us well, um, and it's what extends our time here on this realm journey, whatever you want to call it. So um, that's why, for me anyway. Okay. Yeah, that's a great explanation. And we're always trying to achieve. Uh, and for the listeners, this is nothing to do with the Simpsons, um, but homeostasis. Yeah. Um, so don't mix it up with Homer Simpson. No. But we're all the, the essential in biology. Uh, this is this is where I come from. My science background yeah. is in biology, brain and behaviour, and all that sort of stuff. Um, um, we're always trying to achieve homeostasis in the in the in the body. Mm, yeah. Now there's a crossover mind because homeostasis is is not just about a physical thing. Homeostasis is a emotional, mental thing as well. You know, and spiritual. So it's not just it's not just what we eat. It's what we think. It's what we um, tell ourselves. You know, homeostasis is is multi-dimensional. Uh, same as as fitness. You know, it's a multi-dimensional concept. So uh, it's not just purely related to food. However, that is a large portion of of where homeostasis comes into play. Okay. And I love one of the quotes in the club that you make. It's one of your own quotes. The best PT in the world works in the kitchen, not in the gym. Do you like that? Oh, I love that. You love that? That makes sense to me. Yeah, that stands yeah, out, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Hugely. Yeah. What's your What's your take on when you thought that up? Well, because I was a personal trainer, or well, I am a personal trainer, and um, the personal, the personable part stops the minute they leave the gym. You cannot control what they do beyond their own front door. You can advise them till you're blue in the face. You can tell them to take the crisps and the cakes and the biscuits out of the cupboard. Whether they do that is, is a separate matter. So the best personal trainer is within them, you know. Um, so they train themselves to cook better food, eat raw food, um, treat themselves better because I talk about treats as well in, in the club. Um, so a personal trainer cannot be um, uh, a third person as such. I, I'm called a personal trainer because I teach, I, I train them personally, but to actually be truly personal is, is for yourself, you know? So mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's the way I see it. <coughs> that's great. I totally agree. And you got any thoughts on that, Lou? Yeah, I, well, I suppose in the well, just to emulate what you're saying, isn't it? That it's it's about ownership. Yeah. And taking mm. your um, ownership for your own health problems. So when you're looking at weight and you're sort of mm. saying, oh well, I'm having personal training, but nothing's happening. I'm not mm. reaching my desired weight or my desired target. Yes. And as the therapist and the life coach, I'm going back to people and saying, look what you put in your mouth. Exactly. What but, are you cooking? What are you doing in the kitchen? Exactly. And um, it's interesting what you say about ownership. Is is and I'll give a comparison in a second, is people don't want to um, be accountable. They always want to pass the buck. Absolutely. Or they want to be told. Yeah. Now, just the, I mean, it's kind of a, a completely off-tangent, but it will, it will come into its own in a second. Brexit, mm. okay, a contentious issue. 
Now, when Brexit happened, or when it all came about, there was two choices, stay or leave. Mm. Two choices. Mm. Now, there was a poll done that the majority, of the, if not all of the people, had no idea what they were doing, mm. because it was very confusing. Two choices, and they were confused, mm. because they were waiting to be told what to do. Yeah. Now, if you look at food, where the choices are far greater than two, you can see where the confusion starts to escalate, um, and people just want to be told what to eat, to be told when to eat, be told how to eat, be told how much to eat. You know, they're just waiting to be told for everything, and they're not, then just not accountable or even prepared to take it upon themselves to find this information out. And one of the things you touch on in club is that this compulsion to eat when we're hungry. Mm. Which is not in, in this is this is your opinion and, and it's proven you, you've proven it by um, study mm -hmm. that this is not the case no um, and I, I love the example you use uh, the analogy you use uh, of using a vehicle so tell, tell the listeners about how, how that fits to so how a vehicle analogy fits into this well as I say in the club you are not your body and your body is not you the body is a vehicle um, hence why, again, the analogy I use in the club is when you die, for want of a better word, the body is left behind to decompose, give back the atoms to, to Mother Earth, and then the soul, the energy which is you, it's truly you, then does whatever it does. You know, nobody, nobody truly knows what really happens after death. But that energy, as Louise will know, is still alive, you know, so, so that is you. So this vehicle is the same as a car. If you if you put 10 pound of petrol in a car and you expect that car to run for the next 50 years, you know, unless you drive- On three, that 10 pound. On that 10 pound. Yeah. If you drive, you know, two feet every five years, you may be lucky, but you have to keep refueling that car in order to keep running. However, if you look at petrol, each, each, petrol for provider, so Tesco, Morrison's, blah, 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 they, they've got a specific chemical in their petrol to distinguish which is theirs. So this, my point being, there's all kinds of different fuel to put into your car, same as food, there's all kinds of different food to put in your car. There's some, the, the, you, you pull up a petrol pump and you've got unleaded superior or whatever it's called, premium, and you've got regular unleaded, same with food. You got good food and you got bad food, so it's so that the vehicle analogy and comparison is actually um, quite a good one to use because you need to put water in the car, you need to put oil in the car, we need water in the bodies, we need good oils in the body or good fats, you know, essential fatty acids, etc., etc. Um, so it's just a nice comparison to use and one people can relate to because most people have a car or know somebody with a car mm. who has to run the car and mm. keep that running. And we didn't talk about this, but it is controversial because people will get upset talking about it. You know, we'll probably get a load of objections, Objection. when we turn, objections about, good. about weight loss groups. Uh, you know, the the there are well-known weight loss groups mm -hmm. that are making money off the general public because people that conditioning again we talked about mm. that um, being told what to do. Yeah, um, it, you know, it does happen, and they they pay a, a, a subscription. Uh, and all our collective experience on the table uh, of these groups mm. is, and 
you talked about sustainable in the last comment. Mm. These groups are not designed to be sustainable. No, club is. Yeah, and 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 the, these these weight loss groups as they're they're built are designed for people to keep going back. Yeah, because mm. I a, they either don't reach their goals, they fall off, or they do reach their goal, and which is in life in general, people do. Mm. Oh, I've reached my goal now. I don't do, I have to do anything else. Yeah, mm. I'm done. Then the, the cycle starts again. Yeah, mm. it's funny because cycle and psychology are, are very similar uh, phonetically. You know, I meant that. I meant to do that. Then. Oh, thanks. Mate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I picked up on that. Good. Um, he, here's the thing with with, um, and this is me not trying to sell the club or even big the club up because people can make of it what they will, or people will make of it what they will. Um, wait. Weight loss programs and slimming programs and blah 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 um, tell you how to eat, when to eat, what to eat. They tell you when you can treat yourself, what you can treat yourself with, and how many points you'll get. You know, and it, it plays to the psychology of the of the person on that. Um, not to my knowledge, anyway. Do they explain how somebody would have like high blood pressure? how somebody would have had type 1 or type 2 diabetes, how somebody would have cancer. I don't know of any weight loss um, programs that provide that information. Not just how they would have it, how they could prevent themselves from having it, and even if they have it, how they could potentially reverse or ease the conditions that they've got. But isn't that, sorry to interrupt you, but isn't that the disclaimer always in there? You know, if you feel lightheaded, if you feel, always refer to your GP, that's their... Mm -hmm. They, they get out of jail free card that's probably yeah. yeah that's that's quite possibly is based on a uh, a calorific you know because these these a lot of these programs although they're coming around to a bit more they, they really drop the calories you know and and we're especially the brain the brain in particular it's 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 the fattiest organ in the body so it needs fat you know and then you've got these fat lot the fat free diets and low fat diets you know and it also needs glucose to run on, which is provided by the liver, you know, so so these disclaimers are not in the interest of the of the participant as such, it's more to protect themselves legally. So it's a, let's go back to, there's a correlation here between personal trainer and anatomical study. Mm. A personal trainer does know the parts of the body. Yeah. In order to train those parts of the body. Mm -hmm. For, for whatever, and we've talked about this, where, where pers some personal trainers do understand a, a, another person's goal, mm -hmm. where mine was to run a marathon, and my personal trainer trained those parts of the body that I needed. Yeah. But stick nutrition into that as well. Mm. Now, you're, you know, and, and the reason I'm, we're talking to you all today is it's all your understanding about nutrition and the body. There are not many personal trainers, to my knowledge, that combine the both, like you do. Um, in terms of what the, the, the body, the, you know, the organ functions, yeah. the, the brain need in fact, does that make sense? Well, if you look at a car again, if you, if you had a car... It's in second gear now. <laughs> if you had a car with no engine... Oh, you've got an automatic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. even an automatic. Yeah. yeah, but if you had no engine... You would just have a shell. You would be static. You you know that it would be a pointless exercise. Um, it, it 
So let's say you had an engine. If you didn't have any pedals, it'd be a pointless exercise. You would just sit there. You could you could turn the engine on, and you could just listen to it tick over. So my my point being, there's a direct correlation between um, physical activity and nutritional activity, and they both work hand in hand synonymously in 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 part. Well, actually, no, synonymously all over. I would say. Um, so I just I. I thought it important to to expand my my understanding because as a personal trainer I was taught the governmental food plate which is completely upside down um, but I didn't know that because I was taught that's what I was taught and and this this word for me taught is a, is a is a dangerous thing and and um, I as in in the club, I even admit openly that as a nutritionist, I was taught to keep people ill. That's my own personal opinion. No, no offense to any teaching establishments out there, but that's what, that's what I was taught because my understanding of food and how it works within the body was very limited um, until I started to educate myself and not not be told by somebody else. I had to. And it's taken years to really dig deep and find the information, you know, from many different sources, um, reliable sources with um, traceable information, scientific information to back that information up, you know. So I just think it's uh, only, I think it's only fair as a personal trainer, especially one who truly wants to help people and is not just in it for any other kind of reward. To, to dig that knowledge and, and seek that knowledge and, and pass that on effectively then. Which is a, a great testament in, you know, when we all love to hear more, you know, other personal trainers, other yeah. official mm. capacities talk about and, you know, and like we said at the very beginning, then, and I call them money junkies. Yeah. You know, did this right, and it's right next, you know, I've got a 10 o'clock now. Yeah. And that's that's why I didn't fit very well. When I first qualified as a personal trainer, I started in Pure Gym in Sheffield. Other gyms available. Other gyms available. <laughs> um, Same price. Yeah. Uh, Open 24 hours. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's where I started, so I didn't know of any at the time, but now there are, yeah. And um, I quickly noticed, it was my first experience as a personal trainer within a gym environment. I, I've been in gym environments all my life. I say all my life since I was 15, um, so I was familiar with the, with the gym environment, but it was my first time seeing it from a personal trainer's point of view. And what I quickly realised was um, everybody is fighting for the same members, everybody is fighting for the same um, pocket, yeah, the same yeah. piece of turf, you know, and these people in the gym which is a 15% margin, there's an 85% margin that, that uh, untouched, or were untouched actually, um, and I just didn't want to be fighting for the same 15% that other people do, who keep regurgitating, and then and regurgitation is, is a, a massive problem, because we just regurgitate intellectual property. Um, what do you think, and, you know, Louise and I, we, we bump into each other in the gym. Mm. Yeah, we do. Um, but we do our own thing. Yeah, always. Don't we? Yeah. Um, and do you do yours through knowledge Just and knowledge. learning? Yeah, knowledge yeah. and learning. Yeah, what, what I think works best for me. And have you ever used a personal trainer? No, no, not yet. Not, no. not felt the need? No, from... I want to. 
because mm. I know I don't do enough. That's true. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see. I can see. And I like you your from. process more. So for me, already listening to this today, it doesn't want me. I don't want to sort of go on Facebook now and find a post complaint. I want to find you guys. Mm. So immediately, from my point of view, and not no, it's not for yours, but literally just to see. <laughs> kind of <feel> like that. <laughs> well, what about yeah, for me, I'm, for, for me, because nutrition is so important to me and my health is that I'm listening to you and getting so much back from that, thinking this is what we need more wow. of. You know, I, I don't want, I, I know someone now has just started with a personal trainer and they're delighted and that's great and they're lovely and then that personal trainer knows full well they're quite lazy with their food. So they said, oh, go online and get these great companies and they deliver boxes to you and it's all the ingredients you need to cook. And my first thing was, oh my goodness, another one to make you more lazy than you are already. Yeah. Because actually it's still not teaching you, it's no. doing what you say and it's giving someone the yeah. ingredients to mm -hmm. make. How about you research the ingredients and measure them yourself yeah. and really learn to feel how food feels. Yeah. Because if you're doing this again, this quick, way of but you know what all my food is delivered to me fresh in a box i just go and cook it you're still not learning about no. the nutrition of that food no, exactly you're not learning about why different colors have got different antioxidants and why you know there's still some of these companies are producing quite beige food yeah, mm. yeah. but because it's made and because it's got low calories this is a, people yeah. are buying into yeah. it and saying oh my god it's amazing it's got low calories so therefore it's brilliant mm. and i'm saying no it's not have a look at what's in the food. Mm. Actually, yeah. it might have zero calories, so's dust. Yeah. What have they packed it out with? Yeah. What have they packed it out with yeah. that might be, you know, um, just nutrient dense? It's mm. just nothing in it of, of any value to you whatsoever. Mm. But hey ho, you've made it yourself because the measurements were there. Yeah. yeah. And the quote. Well, yeah, and the, and the, the quote still stands in clip. Which I, I think should be in everybody's kitchen. Yeah. Is that the PT, the best PT in the world, works in the kitchen. Absolutely. Yeah. Not in the gym. And really exactly. well, learns. Exactly. And it, in fact, I, I started, I had, um, it was predominantly women that used to approach us, or personal trainers. Mm. Um, it is predominantly women because, um, because. That's the trend, isn't yes, it? Yes, but the trend yeah. is such, a, and and the pressure that's put on women to look a certain way, I think. But also, you know, they are after they've had babies, and they they feel that they have to get back to a certain size just because they were that before. And you know, when you when you look at the miracle of conception and childbirth, to to view your body afterwards as something that's that's not right, it is not right in Sad, itself. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what we want is, you know, turn that around, don't we? And we want more men wearing Pink Floyd 1977 <laughs> Earl's Court T-shirts that actually fit them. Well, I tell you, I, I tell you what that what falls into is just just to be content within yourself, you know, and healthy. As long as, see, in in I'm not sure if I put this in the club or if uh, I think I did actually. I think it's it's quite the opposite. Don't look after your body. Let your body look after mm -hmm. you. Um, because if you do that, if you allow your body to look after you, you will live a long healthy yeah. and prosperous life yeah. so for personal trainers and this is not because i'm a personal trainer and and it was mm. my source of income for a while i don't think everybody or anybody should really need one for longer than a couple of weeks mm. just to guide you because once again once you know how to use a machine and once you know how to do this that and the other you can research 
the rest, if I'm honest. Um, but people just want that. The personal trainer now, though, is not about that. There was a, it's about mm, looking it? at someone yeah. on Instagram and going, I want to look like that, make me yeah. look like yeah. that. Personal yeah. trainer's not even there for what they're supposed to be. And you're right, yeah. and that, again, that's that influencer thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you know, everybody wants to be, all the blokes, that yeah. is, well, maybe some women, mm. you know, want to look like Dwayne The Rock yeah. Johnson. And she was saying oh, about the, the pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> you said about the pregnancy thing, and I know someone who's doing that just at the moment. She's had a personal trainer with pregnancy, obsessed with her image, obsessed, mm. you know, pumping her face full of stuff. She's only early 20s, and she's just had this child, and immediately there's photos of her in the gym two weeks post-pregnancy, and you're thinking, with a personal trainer, but I'm thinking, why is the personal trainer doing, doing that? that? That's not a great no, advert. No. Because that's, that's celebrity-led, isn't it? It is celebrity-led. You know, you got, you got what are you doing? Kate Middleton. As soon as she had the baby, was was seen in the gym, getting you know getting her, her yeah. baby body. So sad to see. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and the way you're coming from this is, is psychologically, which is great. You know, if you if you work with people psychologically, for me, that's a big part of this thing about weight is is appearance and our perception of our appearance. Well. See, this is the thing, and this is why I stepped away from personal training, because I, I quickly found out that although I was trained and qualified as a personal trainer, truly, I'm a psychologist. And all of us, all, in, all fitness instructors, especially when you're in front of a group of people, we're psychologists first, and, and they don't realize this, because mm -hmm. what these people do who come to your classes is, they've got, first they've got insecurities. That, that'll be one of the first reasons they'll come. Yeah. Regardless of what they tell you, there'll be insecurities. Second, they will want to uh, adhere or transform to some kind of ideological mm. image. And thirdly, there will be a very small portion of that that will want to, you know, relate it to the health side of it. Um, and, then, and then you've got um, that they want to come there for that 30 minutes or whatever the time is to forget about everything else that's going on in their life and just have something for themselves. So you're actually you know you're covering a, a wide range of things but you're a psychologist because you have to then make them forget about everything you have to then um, exude this energy from yourself and make them feel better make them feel great uh, make them laugh make them smile make them sweat and i think that all comes down to psychology because if um if you're just a personal trainer there's no connection if if, if you're just looking at them as as um as a body, yeah, mm. and not as a mind, not as a as a spirit, as a soul, then then you're a personal trainer. Yeah. So how does club differ? So let's go on to right. I want to be a club member. Mm. What's the format? Yeah. Right. Um, well, see, see, this is the thing for us, uh, and for me personally, is is I don't want any glory or credit for any of it. So what I do is I hand it out to the instructors. The instructors then. Um, roll it out to their members. So all I do is provide the information. There are recipes within there, but I don't tell people what to eat. I suggest certain ways of eating. Um, so it makes it easier for the instructor then to not have to be nutritionally trained. It's all, all the information is in the, in the pack. So I take a small percentage of what they earn, but um, I just want to facilitate the instructor to get the member to just learn about their body so the way so there they, is a sorry Craig there, there is a template involved isn't yeah it? there yeah. is a template so, involved yeah so if I came to you Jordan or one of the instructors and saying you know I need to change my lifestyle mm. 
I like to look at club. How do I sign up? Okay. Uh, well, basically, if if you were talking to me now, I could I could guide you in the right direction. It's all it's all done online um, through I, through myself or one of the other instructors. You just you just pay online, and then we provide you with the information. And it's interesting that you mentioned there you you would like to change your lifestyle, for example. What you've got to look at, and this is this is the concept of the club. It's it's not revolutionary because revolutionary is is it happens quick fast there then it's evolutionary so it happens over time because your lifestyle to where you are now didn't happen yesterday you know your lifestyle from the day you were born has been growing with you and changing with you so you can't expect to change something overnight that didn't happen overnight so the club is evolutionary so it grows with you so I just provide information on a weekly basis maybe one to two sheets so that you can digest the information and then make better choices based upon the digestion of that information if you digest the information no great yeah. and, and you know and I, i've seen you know the the proof in the pudding so to speak you know it's sitting right in front of us with someone who's tried it wow i've had no choice but to try it have I? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but you go no you know she looks fab didn't she absolutely yeah, yeah. and you're welcome <laughs> yeah. That's oh, it's brown. Brown. <laughs> yeah remember where you are <laughs> Sorry. Do, do, actually, though, when when we first met, um, and yeah, we'll talk about that where you both first met in a second. So yeah, when you both first met, yeah, uh, we we um we were meat eaters at the time, and and um, I I don't want that to be the basis of this conversation because you know there's there's lots of different reasons why we we went. And it's personal as well. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so we were evolving ourselves to this point now. We're still, and like Louise touched on this earlier, we're, we're, we're forever learning. You know, it's, it's life is one big learning curve, and there, there's never a mistake. There's always just a lesson. Um, we've been taught their mistakes. You know, and some of them are painful lessons. Some of them are uh, not so painful, but they're lessons nonetheless. Um, so we we our eating habits have evolved, and as I've studied more and um, researched more, we change accordingly. You know, um, just just to just to extend the time we've got here, and that's not not again. It's nothing to do with vanity or, or selfishness. That is because. For me personally, anyway, the longer I'm here, I believe the longer I can help other people, and I believe that's the reason my purpose here is to pass on the information and knowledge that I've been given, and, um, and that that's my contribution to to the, the want of a better mm. a better world, no. for example. No, I think it's great. One thing that amuses me, though, in club, are some of the descriptions, and Shills and trolls. Yeah. Who are shills? I mean, this is my age now coming out. <laughs> I'm just learning bra. Well, actually, <laughs> well, actually do you know what? You you've already you've already no mentioned. No one saw that hand movement then. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. For the li for the listeners at home, that one. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, looked like mastication. <laughs> <laughs> you just let it out. Yeah. Oh, keep um, it clean. Keep it clean. <laughs> Uh, it's funny actually because you you actually without knowing mentioned shills and trolls earlier, because um, at, at the beginning of of the previous um, recording you said this may cause some objection. Now you've got uh, groups of people who will object 
um, based on maybe some facts and some other information they may I not they may not be aware of, but then you've got people who will purposely um, and who are actually paid, so it depends whether you're a shill or a troll, who will come and, and just disrupt what you're trying to to spread out there. You know, mm -hmm. um, they just try and um, darken your your um, spreading of the light, should we say? So that's so they're, they're an online nuisance, essentially the shills and the trolls. You know, it's a bit like keyboard warriors. In effect, that's what Facebook is designed for. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got you got people who come along and they'll troll posts. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, very much. It's a social media. Yeah, medieval England. It used to be the guy at the back. I object to that. Yeah, exactly. No, excuse me. No, I object. That's what they did when they did. They had their pipe. Again, nobody saw that. Nobody saw the pipe movement there, you know. But you can imagine, yeah, you can imagine the Terry Thomas, which is my age. You might not remember Terry Thomas, but he was, he was a cad. He talked like that. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. They said they on their pipe. I object to that. You know, in my day, young girl. That's that's an interesting actually. It's an interesting touch on that because what what most objections are is just um, um, going against somebody's belief system. Now, if you're socially conditioned, if you're trapped within this belief system, and somebody says something different, you're automatically taught to, to go on the defensive, and that and that. Well, and and also, you know, a good healthy debate is having an educated opinion on, and, and the, these are and. Currently, this is what, um, like it or not, we are we are breeding these type of people who are not knowledgeable enough to debate these these yeah. these things on a qualified manner. Mm -hmm. And I say qualified, but on a, on a on a knowledgeable basis. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why we call them trolls. Yeah, yeah. So you can de you can debate logically yeah. and laterally. Now it's interesting though because you do get uh, intellectual. Shovels and trolls as well, and, and qualified because it, it, it goes against. Now, if you can imagine, if let's just say, for example, food, and I, I'm, I'm going to say this quite loosely food was the, the and I'm going to use the word cure, was the, the solution to cancer. Mm -hmm. Just think of how many cancer doctors would be out of work. Yeah. So, it's within their interest to not all, you know, I'm not, I'm not um, tarring everybody with the same brush, but it's certainly within the Cancer is is a, in America alone on the last figures was something like a hundred billion dollars a year profit, if not more now. Um, it's a profitable business. So imagine how many people got a business if cancer was yeah, solved. Absolutely, you yeah. Know, so, so the pharmaceutical industry would just precisely. So you on, so yeah. you get your educated, you get your scientific trolls who will come in with science, but yeah. it's it's. It's cleverly funded, one-sided science a lot of the time. And I think the end. There was a, a landmark case with the NHS a couple of weeks ago, where they prescribed a, a cheaper medication for somebody, and the incumbent pharmaceutical company took the NHS to court because they were they were supposed to be prescribing. Because they were meant to be profiting off this. Yeah. 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 And it was a more expensive. See it, we see it as healers. You know, we're, we're technically healers in the NHS, but there are only a few of us. 
and there should be loads of us, mm. you know, because there are loads of us out there waiting in the wings to do this kind of work. But what they insist on doing is that when it comes to funding streams, and I used to run a cancer charity, uh, and, and I was the therapist for the charity as well, and there was this stream that we're applying to these big corporations for money to deliver complementary therapies to cancer patients, knowing full well it will help them and support them through the journey. And yet we would get, oh, well, they're not evidence-based, are they? How can you evidence-based healing? Mm. Of course you can't evidence-based healing. It is subjective, but mm. that doesn't mean it doesn't work. No. So we're in the, you know, we're then fighting these companies, begging for money mm. to say, look, we know our therapies help these patients. We know that when we've got a needle phobic, we can bring them down off the ceiling. Yeah. We can get you to put the chemo in, for goodness sake. Mm. Hello. We're not working against you. And that, that's going to be the, the basis of this podcast, we hope, yeah. is that to reach those people who are, yeah. who are you know, it, it sounds like an underground community, doesn't it? It mm. is. And it probably yeah. is. It is. But, yeah, you know, yeah. to, just to be able to stand up and, and raise their hand. Stealth mode, that's what stealth. we call ourselves. Yeah. We are, we're stealth mode yeah. therapists. That's why I'm a chameleon. I blend in and then I just whip my tongue out when I need to. Ding, 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 please. Ding, ding. I object. I object. <laughs> Puts pipe in mouth. <laughs> so, yeah. So there we are. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's quite true. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I it's, think we stick around for that. It's, uh, it's a, it's a I get the saliva off the side of my cheek. <laughs> Up, isn't it? It, because, oh, definitely, yeah. You know, you and I are on the same team. You yeah. know, I'm coming from a healing perspective, you're coming from, from nutrition. We're both on the same side. Yeah. But we're fighting this establishment and these old ideas, and as you mm. say, very educated ideas that what are what we're doing can't possibly work. But we know it does. But do you believe that I mean there's a terminology for everything, isn't there? Mm. You know, the, whoever creates this you know, alternative therapy. It is it alternative? We don't call it alternative. So uh, my role is a complementary therapist. And in the cancer setting, I'm an integrated complementary therapist. So I'm integrated as part of the team. But as a standalone self-employed person, I see myself as complementary. So it's, it's not an alternative. We're never saying to people, I can do this instead of your medication. Because we can't do that. As much as we might want to, we can't. So in order to be in that safe space, of trying to step into society and just say, look, put our head above the pulpit and say, look, I know that you think of us as quacks. However, we could save you a fortune on antidepressants because we could do it this way. Mm. We know we can do that, but you're always going to get that opposition that will say, well, it's not evidence-based. It's interesting. You know, and it comes well. back to that all the time. It's yeah. like, really? Of course you can't. Also, though, this, this word alternative gets thrown around a lot. Before medicine and pharmaceutical came along, it yeah. was it was the norm. It was normal. But now, exactly. you know, because you, you look back at prehistoric man, for example, they wouldn't have had they wouldn't have been able to go to a chemist to pick up some aspirin no. for a for a whatever. Land. Yeah, we lived off the land. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and same we, as these indigenous tribes that they're poultices. trying to get them out of their tribes, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. You hear about this all the time. Mm. Well, I certainly follow things like this. How. You know, I would love to go and stay on like, like a Navajo tribe and, and sit with the tribe and learn from them and learn off the land. Who, who but are, they're being who are not up. vaccinated. Exactly, who are not vaccinated, exactly. Mm. There's so much in that, isn't there? Yeah. We have so much to learn from them, but because the powers that be, the establishment, for want of a better word, know full well these people exist, 
they pull down their homes, don't they? They squash the land they live on, they move them, then they become a pest, yeah. then they become a nuisance, and then we can ostracize them. Yeah. But they have, they're, the, they're the speakers of the land, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're the mother earth. Mm guardians that we should be listening to so for me it's just like oh much like much like i mean and that's just an expansion on um how the um indigenous indigenous tribes of america you know the the um the indians the red indians and things how they were driven out originally by white supremacists as far as i'm concerned you know it's it it, it comes down to yeah white supremacy you know uh, and now it's not even about money it's just purely about power, power. controlling the human yeah. race you know and uh, it's like the aborigines we yeah. give them grog as they call it don't we mm. they come out of their environment onto the periphery of where they live we give them grog alcohol mm-hmm. we dumb them down and send them back in to infiltrate their land with dusties and chemicals yeah. it's mm. deliberate isn't it yeah it's a, it's a, it's a, it's whereas if we went in and just said look teach us teach us before it's too late mm. that's that's my thing is that I would love to dearly go and live with them. But instead they're making monuments as sacrificial, well not sacrificial, Mm -hmm. sacred rather, sacrificial. No, don't do that right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're they're considered sacred, like Ayers Rock. Absolutely, yeah. But you're right, instead of doing that, let's make... Let's let's talk, yeah, let let them teach us. It's it's interesting because um, when you, if you you get a pen and paper again, you write down the word raw, R-A-W, and this is where it's all backward. And backward is war. war. And the war is on our minds, for one. Yeah. Uh, but also, the only ever reason for war is for raw materials. Yeah, you know, from the land, you know, and they just want to wipe out. Yeah. You know, climate change is just a complete and utter hoax because mm. it, it's nothing to do with this. That is, it's human beings. That, yeah. That's the problem greedy human beings actually yeah. uh, a whole different subject there but my point being is um, that this this conglomerate or whatever you want to call them they're just greedy for power and they will do whatever it takes even the destruction of the planet that we live on mm. just to have that power you know yeah. depopulate by a massive amount mm. and, uh, and and they're cleverly doing it you know cancer is a tool cancer is not a disease it's a, it's a depopulation tool mm. that they've stumbled upon very actually I probably not even stumbled upon it probably generated um, there's lots of man-made things out there that, that are used just to control human beings fear is controllable you put the fear in the masses you know and yeah and this swine flu jab and all the yeah. things that we bought into yeah, exactly, didn't we yeah. Ebola. Ebola yeah Ebola's a brilliant one well this sounds like another episode yeah this oh, conversation yeah it is sorry we're another full episode yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely yeah. But, it, but it all ties into uh, the war on on human beings, the war on our bodies, and and so, you know, the the chemicals in food, you know, yeah. it's just a complete and utter war. And hopefully, the listeners, you know, we we gain a, a few new listeners that are happy to stand up mm. and put their hands above the parapet now and to say, yeah, I think yeah. like that too. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. you know, we, I hope we're educating people. Yeah. We haven't had a chance to seek out a bit of. Louise, either, don't we, we today? We can seek out yeah. Louise another time. Yeah, we've got a bit of time, haven't we? Yeah. Well, you know, Louise is, you know, you know, I've got you down as a complimentary therapist, and you know, to me, that's like Mrs. Brown going, "Oh, that's nice." <laughs> 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 yeah, you're all right. You're all right, love. Go on. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One title, uh, but it's, it, we can talk about that again because that's 
I mean, that's huge in itself, complementary therapist. It's, again, it's a word that we're allowed to use because alternative doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So we now know that by using the word complementary, we fit the medical model. Mm. We do know that we're doing that. You know, we're sort of, it's almost like we're meeting the medical model halfway and just saying, look, we identify you. We're just saying that we can complement you. Mm. And it's the safest way in for us, yeah. really, yeah. is to, to be able to do that. But mm. for me, I just see it as my role is that I'm, I wear lots of different hats. So within that complementary field, I'm a clinical aromatherapist, I'm a reflexologist, I'm a Reiki healer and a teacher. Um, I work with NLP, thought field therapy, so I work with fears and phobias. So, you know, my, my patient base, if you like, it could be... Um, I don't know, it could be an ex-army personnel that's got post-traumatic stress disorder, I can treat that, so in one of the therapies. Um, it could be someone that's recovered from cancer, so I'm working on symptom control. It could be someone who's trying to conceive and get pregnant, I'm working with reflexology with subfertility issues. But again, it always comes back to nutrition, and it's never just therapies, it's calling on the other knowledge that I've got over the years and bringing that into play as well. So it truly is holistic. But, you know, if, if you look at nutrition, if you look at food itself, food has an, uh, an, an energy source. Food is electrical. Yeah. Food is, is, has a frequency. Yeah. You know, and we, we all vibrate. Food has a vibration Absolutely. and we all vibrate on a frequency. And yeah. for us to resonate yeah. with one another, that's what we need to do. So. Absolutely. So, yeah. Cool. And that, that, that brings us to, um, we've got a few other guests coming in, that's fine. Sorry, no, you're welcome. Please join us. That's fine. We're just doing a podcast. Um, so that brings us neatly to, obviously, this is... You're okay. It's fine. That's fine. No, please. We're, we're just... We're, we're just debating it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had an audience then. That's, good. that's how good we are. Um, like, you know, when you're saying about the food then, this is what we did on the weekend with uh, teaching Reiki. Yeah. So teaching Reiki is about self-healing. However, our nutrition was a big part of the weekend and it became big because the people who came on the weekend, I cooked nutritious vegan food for the whole weekend. So it was very colorful. And even one of the girls, because we'd gone to the chakra system and understanding how that works in relation to health. And even one of the girls rightly so looked at the plate and went, oh my God, how colorful is that? I've never seen food so colourful. It's like a chakra attack. It was a, and she said it's like a chakras on the plate. And it was so lovely. And I said, it's exactly what it is. Mm. We're working with vibration and frequency. And as you're being attuned to become a healer and become a self-healer, actually, it was equally important that I gave them vegan food. Not because I'm trying to push that on them, no. but because it was my way of saying, look, guys, while we're vibrating at a healing frequency, we shouldn't bog that down with other stuff. So just for the whole weekend while we're learning, despite what you do at home, I'm going to give you vegan food. And it's nutritious, it's colourful, hopefully it might teach you some things. And every Reiki course I have now, because I do the same thing, they go home with the vegan recipes that we use for the weekend, and it becomes a whole process. Yeah. So it's like you haven't just learned to self-heal, you've also learned there's another element to healing that comes from the food we eat. And that's kind of where I, I stop. But to be able to then refer people to you would be great. So for me, listening to you guys today, it's like, mm. actually, there's an extension to what I can do now. There's yeah. an aftercare. And vice versa. And vice versa, mm. absolutely. There's, there's that kind of sharing of people and just saying, mm. look, I've done what I can, over to you. 
could you do this now? Mm. And I think that for me is the complementary side of me, is that I surround myself with a circle of trust of homeopaths, naturopaths, nutritionists, all in their fields complementary or alternative. However, when you combine this together for the sole purpose of helping that human being, it's with, whole. It, it's whole, whole it's completely sum. holistic. Yeah. It, in, its, in its essence, so for me, listen to you is quite exciting because it's like you're another part of my circle now yeah. that I can now refer my patients to, you know, and, and for me that's exciting too. But, and it's also, that going back to something we said earlier about the underground, yeah. you know, there's other people hiding in the shadows. Absolutely. We, you're not alone, we're not no. alone in this, where no. sometimes we think we are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you know yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we think we're... We're on a mission, aren't we? But yeah, but do you feel like, do you feel, feel like... Sometimes you're wading through treacle. Oh, God, yeah. With it, you know, well, especially for me, because I've worked in the NHS. Mm. So to be a complementary therapist in the NHS is mm. unheard of. You, we know full well we're on stealth mode. Yeah. You know, and, and patients and consultants will say to us, mm. how should you get in? It's interesting. That was really interesting. Because I tell you why. Because the NHS, uh, in 2015, the chief executive of the NHS, Simon, I can't think of his surname now, he, he said, and this is where you know we come into play here a little bit now, uh, and it's a cry for help, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. The, uh, he said the n obesity is the new smoking. Yeah. Now, obesity between in 2006 and 2007 cost the NHS an estimated 5.1 billion pounds. Smoking and alcohol combined was only 6.6 .6 billion. So, obesity alone nearly nearly came to the same figure as smoking and alcohol but yeah. interestingly enough all three of those mm. are to do with abusing the body mm. and it's so the NHS obesity in particular no because um, obviously it's a direct you know you're eating so it's a direct um, correlation between those figures and what you put into your body so the complementary therapy I think are just about now starting to to come into its own and mm. save the NHS. Mm. Yeah, we, we, we think that. Mm. We think that and we know that. Yeah. Being there and having feedback from patients and relatives, we know it works. Yeah. You try and push that forward. You know, I've, I've stepped back from my, my cancer role at the moment. I've had a role at Bupa, I've been my own private therapist at Bupa. And actually when you're, it's exciting to be in the hospital, but you're still met with boundaries and doors mm. coming down you know in your face kind of thing like well, you yeah. can't start your therapist and it, it needs to change it will do one yeah. day mm. and we'll keep championing it and mm. we'll keep pushing forward and, and I also you know I, obviously I, I'm, I come from an engineer in science background and I was always on the end of a phone to somebody mm. um, and stuff Craig touched on there's a similarity is that this conditioning and the phone calls I used to get was, what does this button do? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And my attitude was, we'll press the button. Yeah. But I'm scared to. I don't know what will happen. What will happen if I press it? I said, try you won't try and find out. You won't know until you press the button. Yeah. Fear is, uh, fe it, it's just, it's a massive one. And, and Fake events appear real. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Because mm. they haven't happened. And if... There's a whole different podcast again, I especially when, a podcast yeah, when you when you look at terrorism, you know, false events that appear real, yeah. you know, and it, and it's, um, 
it's, it's funny. I'm not letting Craig loose on this podcast. Oh again. no, you can do it on fear. Yeah, but but you know, no, he's welcome every time. This if you look at, I mean, let, let, if we scale it up and down, the, the the most cancerous element of of planet Earth are human beings, and 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 we are now facing cancer within. You know, and and it's it's and it's a cruel it's a cruel thing. You know. Um, we are, as far as I'm concerned, and this is controversial, but without controversy, there's going to be no progress. Mm -hmm. um, we are the cancer of the earth, mm -hmm. and we need to, we need to heal ourselves. Oh, sorry, we need to heal the earth. Mm -hmm. In in yeah. at the same time as healing ourselves, because otherwise, it is just all going to implode. And uh, and fear is is a massive player in in everything that we do. We we are we pay taxes because of fear. We, we, um, we do daily tasks because of fear. We're afraid if we don't do this, this will happen. There's always some kind of consequence, and 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 fear itself is. That actually... That's the same with our health as well, isn't it? Exactly. You yeah. know what we talk, what we're talking about today is is the consequence of our of not treating our health exactly. Yeah, in the correct manner. Yeah, you know, because we're we're going to get Mr. Agri of Ogmore Vale coming on later. You know, with his objection, he's piping his mouth. He's and he's. <laughs> Reading the Telegraph, you know, I'm stereotyping someone now. You know, <laughs> you know, you've got your Telegraph, and you know, you know. yeah, but yeah. you know, I object to what he says about terrorism. <laughs> the thing is, though, I, I came from, I, I, you know, this is my journey. Is is each everybody's journey is individual to themselves. But I mean, there's there's always paths that are crossed. There's always similarities, and I came from. I was like that objector at one stage because I was taught a certain thing, yeah. and and then in 2011 I think was my, for want of a better word, epiphany, and something happened to me, and and I thought, my God, this this just cannot be right, and it sent me on a path of, of, um, seeking knowledge, and it's a rabbit hole. I mean, it really is a rabbit hole, but uh, I think people need to jump down into that rabbit hole, and just start to. Have a little explore because I think they'd be shocked by what they find, and it just releases that fear a little bit that, you know, you 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 don't have to be controlled, you don't have to give up your authority and your who you are, you know. It's a great book called Freedom. Have you read that? Who's that by? I don't know. But it's called Freedom. It's Freedom. It's a really little book. Look it up, listeners. Book Look called Freedom. Book called Freedom, and it's about how fear contains us and controls us. Mm. So our fear of money being the biggest one. And we've all had that fear of lack, and how actually when you think of lack, when you think of money, money doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's it doesn't mental, exist. It's, it's a, a man-made construct. Yeah, it is. And when you realise that it doesn't even exist, so like you know, when I think I've got so much equity in my house, and technically that means I've got lots of money, I will never see that money. I will never see gold billions, billions, no. whatever you call them. I'll never see that. It gets transferred to something else, doesn't it? Yeah. And then mm. you've got profit and you've got loss and everything we fear is made up yeah yeah it doesn't and it's it about when you really look at that and you look in deeper mm. if you lost that connection to that which is what that book's all about mm. you realize actually we're freer than we think we are well, exactly right. well ladies and gentlemen this could go on oh we could we could be doing a lionel richie all night long with this couldn't we <laughs> could the, this one <laughs> yeah. 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 but um we're gonna have to wrap it up there thank you this has been amazing today mm. Great podcast. We did digress slightly, but I mean, well, that's good. That's what conversations are yeah. about, and you know, healthy debate. We're all intelligent people. Mm. Um, don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we finish, 
a little um, nod to the listeners. Where can they find you, Jordan? Where can they find? Uh, Rucker Systems on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Club Rucker, that's on Instagram as well. R I K A. R I K A. Yeah. Um, systems with a Z. Cause yeah. Down with the kids. Can they contact you by email? Um, yeah, admin at rickersystems.com. Mm-hmm. And for those who are interested in club with a K and the program, the same, the same, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, all, it's all under one umbrella, yeah, yeah. And Louise, thank and I'm you. I'm such a technophobe, I've had to look at mine. That's <laughs> fine, I'm useless. That's I'm fine, you're allowed. Therapy. So on Facebook, I'm just be therapy, and it's just be on its own therapy. Um, and yeah, so complementary therapy, stress management, teaching. Reiki master teacher, all sorts. Yeah, definitely, definitely contact Louise for stress because that is the one cause of everything, even yeah. cancer. And that's that's controversial. There's one yeah, cause is of cancer is stress, nutritional yeah. stress, physical stress, emotional stress, yeah. um, spiritual yeah. stress. You name it, it causes everything. So uh, well, yeah, that's we brilliant. Well, round of applause, everyone. <laughs> You've been listening to Freshly Squeezed Media having a coffee with podcast and see you on the next one. Thank you everybody for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast from Freshly Squeezed Media and your host Brian Faker. If you want to find more about us, you can check us out on Facebook, Freshly Squeezed Ideas. Check us out on Instagram, The Ideas Guy. And on email, if you'd like to contact us, it's freshly, a freshly squeezed idea at gmail.com. That's a freshly squeezed idea at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and see you on the next episode.